Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, comedian Mike McCallan. Ah, it's been crazy, you guys. It's been, um, it's always been crazy. It's just a crazy year in general. It's kind of a garbage year. Like, let's just erase... 
2020, you know? Let's go right into 2021. Hopefully we'll have less diseases like the bubonic plague and the Spanish flu, and maybe that's the same one. I really don't know. <sighs> and then uh, Canada. Canada is just going cray-cray banane I read an article. Canada. The Canadian government, on their Canadian government website, says that they're uh, for safe sex during the pandemic. They're um, instituting um, glory holes in public restrooms so that you can still have safe sex, but with the proper social distancing, you know? There has to be a wall between you. So uh, glory holes is the way that the Canadian government is staying safe. Man, I think it's another four years that I, until I can go into Canada, you know, with my, my vigilantism and my criminal history of smoking marijuana and throwing juice box, boxes at cops. But yeah, that's a place I'd like to go. Let's try out the glory hole life, man. You know? That's a great way, too, is if you feel a little bit of a bigot and you're like, I want to be less of a bigot, go into a men's glory hole bathroom. They also have unisex bathrooms up there in Canada. So accepting and polite up there. I love that, you know? Unisex bathroom, beard, the JJ, whatever you want, man. Let it happen. Let it flow. Let the liquid snow flow. Ah, liquid snow. What another word for semen. Anyway. Guys, for this episode, this is the second half of my episode, with my podcast I did with Chef John Amon. Um, we talk about a lot of different stuff. I think at one point we talk about uh, that he wants to grow mushrooms. And... Um, uh, he specifies not magic mushrooms, but then he goes ahead and tells me how to grow magic mushrooms. I paused it at one point because I said, dude, you can't be given specific instructions like that. All right. That's how we get in trouble. Anyway, I've never done mushrooms personally. You know, people who know me, know me best would say, Mike, you should never do mushrooms. You're crazy, and I can't imagine the super cray-cray stuff that goes on in your messed-up little noggin up there. Do you really want to see all those monsters painted in real life right in front of your eyes? My answer to them is maybe. Let's see how I feel that day, you know? Maybe I'm bored. Maybe there's nothing on TV. Maybe there's not a book I haven't read. Maybe I want to look in the mirror and see my alternate self pull off my face and then write a bit about it. That seems interesting to me. But you know what? Whatevs. Yeah. My best friend's sister is also a comedian. Actually has two sisters that are comedians. But when you grow up with four sisters out of quadriplets, you know, two becoming comics is not the worst thing in the world. You know? One could have been a dentist. You know, but, uh, she was telling me about her mushroom stories when I was hanging out with my, with them for my best friend's wife's, 
um, which is another one of my best friends, you know. But they're married. I was hanging out for her birthday, and his sister, who's also comic, Allison Harding, comes up and she's telling me stuff. I was like, why do you have a more interesting life than me? You know? But then later in the night, she said the same shit to me after hearing my juice box story and a few other altercations that I have been the sole responsible party of causing and instigating. She turns to her brother and she says, man, you've, you guys live a crazy life. I was like, I disagree. He is a smart, educated man who hangs out with a stupid, impulsive, wild card comedian. I might as well be a grifter. All right? Pretty unstable. A little bit crazy. A little bit. Look at me. Look at me. Lying to you guys. I'm totally banana pants crazy, but, you know, that's just the way you got to roll in life sometimes. Do you live life wondering, why does my family not like me? You know, they love me, sure, because they're obligated to. But... Do they like me? No. I'm not invited to a lot of parties. But to be honest, I don't I want to go to a lot of their parties. Not because I don't love them, I do. And not because they don't love me, they totally do. They're obligated to. They have to. But I don't know. We're just different people, you know? They like to talk about the glory of Trump and off-roading and liking to go glamping out in the middle of the desert for days and that's cool you know if you don't know what four-wheeling is it's off-roading you're in a jeep usually i don't know why it's specifically jeeps but usually it's specifically jeeps i had a chevy blazer 1990 k5 and i four-wheeled with that thing i beat the shit out of it and i've regretted it ever ever since right <sighs> I've seen the new Bronco. That thing's badass as flipping bananas. Try not to curse as much, you know? Why settle on that as a punchline? It's like saying the word bitch. I like the word bitch because of the connotation. Because it means you're weak. And it also means like, hey, bitch. But it's also derogatory toward women. And, um, I have a conscious, you know, I might be a dirtbag comedian, a little crazy, but strangely watching the magicians on sci-fi really opened my eyes. Margo, one of my favorite characters, strong independent woman, calls everybody, all guys like cock and balls, even girls too. If you're being a weak, sensitive person, you your penis and set of testicles because all you have to do is flip flick the head of someone's dick or testicles and they will go down you would debilitate a man just by a simple flick of your finger all right but women and i've said this before they can birth women i mean no they can birth men and women i don't know they can birth people you know it all comes back together, not to be crude. <sighs> Bleeds for like a week out of the month, every month. 
Men don't have to deal with any of that complicated shit. That's why we're so selfish, to be honest. We've had no hardships as far as biology, you know? We've no biological hardships that we ever have to do. At the worst thing, we turn 13 and we have an uncontrollable boner all the time and you have to tuck it into your waistband. But maybe some acne. I struggled with acne as a kid. Oily skin, you know? But, uh... I don't know. Not many hardships as far as that. I, in particular, you know, different than the average fella, you know? I'm, uh... I technically... Most men. See, this is what Kleinfelters is. So... Most men are XY chromosomes. That's what their chromosomes are built off. That's what makes them all that they are. Women are XX. That's their chromosomes. XX. Me, 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 me. Mike McCallan's chromosomes. XX. X. XY. That's a lot of X's. Not a lot of Y's. Now, what does this mean? Well, it means my torso is just a little shorter than, um, you know, other people's torsos. It doesn't do do anything about my height. I make up for it in my legs. Now, the tall, skinny bird legs hold up my tiny little bot bird body. So I'll probably never have a six-pack, but... It's whatever. Those are underrated. I was broken up with once before because it was either a six... Without the truce, somebody's gonna get killed. Or perhaps beat up in the bathroom. Either way, don't want that to happen. I'm skinny. I'm like a chihuahua, alright? My bark, very loud. Very bark-like. Be scared. You'd be like, oh my god, there's a terrible, scary dog in those bushes. Then the chihuahua comes out of the bushes and you realize that you can just kick it away. Just kick the chihuahua away. And that's me. That's me, you guys. I'm the chihuahua, right? There's nothing terrifying or intimidating about me. I know that. I know that. And yet when I was in the hole in restrictive housing, as one would call it, the nicer name for it, I mouthed off a lot. Thankfully, nobody checked me. Because if they did... They would realize I'm a little bitch. Before I tell this story, I think it's only fair to take a little break for our sponsors. And if you support the podcast, you'll support our sponsors. Because they're they're pretty good, right? We got Anchor. We got the Mega Podcast with SNL peeps, you know? Hilarious. I liked it. They have music by... Uh, by, uh, what's her name from Nickel Creek? Can't think of her name right now. But, uh, really like her music. I like Nickel Creek. I'm a fan of the mandolin. Any music with the mandolin is just badass. I like folk music. I like metal. like it all. Sarah Watson. I think that's her name. Anyway. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time 
of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's that's going to be super annoying, and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it, and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know, is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money, but you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Why well, have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers, advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's, it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in Anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might just uh, reveal that you've got a little bird on your shoulder dressed like a goblin. First parrot. That's Travis told that to our former director when he was AD. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, there was a pirate role and it came up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, a little he bit goes, about the pirate show. Uh, if you give me this, 
I will find. She's like, you can't do this. You don't have a parrot. It doesn't make sense. And he goes, I'll find a pirates parrot. don't need parrots. But if that's your, if that's your like your Criteria? thing. Yeah, I will find a parrot. And she goes, it has to be a pirate parrot. And he goes, like a rainbow. Yeah, it'll be a parrot. It'll be okay. a huge macaw. Like a and parrot, I'll find parrot. It not, for not, not like something cheap. Like you bring like a chickadee dressed as a parrot or a, yeah. or a cockatoo, and you're like, and said, I spray painted it. He sent her a picture with it, all in costume and everything. Oh she God. goes, No. He's like, You are, you are mean. <laughs> Damn. Okay, you, you send the picture back. It's the exact same picture, but now the pirate's wearing a, the parrot is wearing an eye patch. <laughs> okay, that, now I'm legitimately wondering: Can you put an eye patch on a parrot? Maybe you've got to get a custom one, I imagine. Like you wouldn't want to hurt the guy, yeah. and their eyes kind of pop out of their heads a little bit. Yeah, there's got to be a way for it though. Like that'd be amazing. There needs to be eye patches for parrot. Oh, you know what? That's that's. I want like, to put an eye patch on him. That's how we Feel get Peter on make your him ass. Look tough. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I really can just you, wanted to be authentic. <laughs> can you teach uh, ravens to to talk? Ravens? I feel like that'd be waste. I don't think you can teach. No, ravens and crows are smart as shit, though. Like the thing I love about them is, you know, parrots. Parrots are fun, and they're, they they can be kind of prissy, yeah. and they can be, they can be kind of, I don't know, they, they can just be riled up, and you know, be, all birds can be assholes. Yeah. I mean, come on, they've got the, the the dinosaur blood in them. Yeah. Um, ravens and crows, though, the thing I love about um. Not so much crows. Crows are mostly just stupid and hungry. Ravens, though, my favorite thing about them is they understand the concept of revenge. Yeah. And they will see... Like, if you wrong a raven, <laughs> they will fucking find you. <laughs> That's true. Like, if you, like, you know, throw stuff at them while they're eating garbage. And, like, we got ravens and crows everywhere uh, in, in Fairbanks. Like, it's like the main kind of bird you'll see. Yeah, that's what much. my cousin said in uh, Anchorage. She said that <clears throat> Alaska desensitized her of the specialness of eagles. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, you do see them around. Like, they're they're decently common. But, I don't know, when you see them, it's still kind of fun. It definitely desensitizes you to the specialness or, or anything moose. of moose. Yeah. Moose are, okay, my God. I've got, I definitely saw about three moose on average every yeah. week. Easily. Easily. For, for 20 years. <laughs> That's... A lot of fucking moose. I want to fact check something with you. My girl, I, 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 my ex girlfriend. Okay. She said uh, she um, got her truck got hit by a running grizzly bear. Uh, that's never happened to me, but uh, I've definitely had run-ins with with grizzly bears. But nothing. Never heard of that. Like I've heard a of, grizzly bear running I've into a of, moving vehicle. I've heard of moose hitting hitting your vehicle. Yeah, I've heard um, of that. I've heard of that more than I've heard of people hitting moose. Because you don't want to fucking hit a moose. No. Like, if you, if, you, if you hit a moose moving at least, like, 60, and this happened in Anchorage, like, I think twice yeah. during my time up there. I'm sure it happened more times. I didn't hear about it. Uh, if you hit a moose, they're so top-heavy, yeah. you, you'll just, in the front of your car, will just delete their little wicker legs. Like, the, their legs are just gone. They don't matter. Yeah. And then you've suddenly got this humongous, weighty roll of, of, of just rock-solid animal rolling over the top of your car and it'll just smush your whole driver's compartment in. yeah like it's it's bad you know they're like a couple tons right yeah they're, they're as heavy as horses they're heavy they're heavier than horses usually they're big they're like you think they're just like brown fluffy horses with antlers but yeah. they're i'd say another like third the size of your average like they sleep well -built standing horse. up uh i don't know I, I would imagine no no they don't they sit down oh they, really they, I've, I've seen mooses moose meese that's the that's the question isn't it my grandpa once tried to convince he was me it was meese when I was young, and I called them meese for years. So now my my, my whole plural moose 
perceptions all is fucked all to hell. Um, but anyway, moose, moose is moose. I think it's just moose. Fuck it. Uh, I've seen moose sit down and stand up before, like when they're hanging out yeah. watching their kids. Because uh, that's the only time you really need to be afraid of moose is if it's a okay. This is just my experience, listeners. Do not take anything I say as like moose safety advice. They'll probably just kill you. Um, but uh, usually, the only time you have to be afraid of moose is if they've got their kids like hanging out. Yeah. Because um, if you get between them, like if you oh, break that line the mic of sight, up a little bit. If they break that line of sight, they'll yeah. just they'll just fuck you up. Um, but usually, they'll just ignore you. I got yeah. okay. I got two moose running stories. Um, most of them are pretty boring. Yeah. Like I was walking home from school through four feet of snow in the middle of the night. Uh, and Why? like I see him, what? Why in the middle of the night? Oh well, because the middle of the night means like nine p.m. Oh, like it's pitch black outside. <laughs> um, you know, effectively middle of the night. Although I have had to walk home a few times in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, juggling cars is a thing out there because we lived pretty far out and we only had so many cars. Yeah, and I'd like, like I said, like three. Oh, I didn't think I said it on podcast. I have like three sisters, a stepsister, four stepbrothers. It's a mess. But sometimes. <laughs> didn't get a car sometimes the buses are down because they crashed yeah or they're just not there for no reason whatsoever so you're walking home and there's just a moose in your way and you have to wait or you have to walk around and find some other route through the fucking woods or something because yeah. there's only one path and it, mm. anyway those are pretty boring because you know you just see a moose and you don't go to it yeah um for for a while when i was in college i lived in a dry cabin so it's just uh it's just me and the cabin and a s electric space heater and I was living out by behind a big house, and I had this whole arrangement where I could, you know, go and use the main house whenever I wanted, but it wasn't connected. Yeah. Is the thing. So I had to go and use the bathroom. About three in the morning, I wake up. I have to pee. So I'm like, all right, fuck. It's like forty below out. It's pitch black. I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, but you know, to hell with it. I don't want to put on my my coat, my all my winter gear. I'm just gonna throw on my shoes, and I'm just gonna make a break for it. I'm just going to run into the house, finish as quickly as possible, come on back, get back to sleep. I got class in the morning. I don't want to do this. So um, it's also fucking dark outside. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't find my flashlight. I didn't think to use my phone. I'm just, you know, I'm groggy. I want yeah. to make this happen. So I just go out and I know the route. It's about two feet of snow on either end, but then there's my footpath. So I'm just like, yeah. I'm just going to break from my footpath and, and go down as fast as possible. So I just start running. And I'm cold. I'm wearing like my pajamas. Mm. Um, halfway through my path, I'm barely starting to get my vision out. You know, it's starting yeah. to adjust. And I crash into something, just rock solid. And I fall on my ass and slide back down like the, the yeah. compact snow. It's basically ice yeah. at this point. I don't know what the fuck I just hit. Didn't really hurt. It was kind of soft. I look up and there's just this, this mass like silhouetted in front of the stars. And it's just a fucking moose just sitting there right on the path. I just crashed into this guy. And he was just perfectly perpendicular to the path. And I just whacked right into him. And he just turns his head over to me like he, like he just, I don't know, had like a tiny squirrel like bump into him or something. Yeah. So I just fucking get up and run back to my cab and lock the door and pee out the window. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my first thought. I was like, is it too cold? Would the cold freeze your penis? Um, like if I left it out in the wind for a while, yeah. It's See. not enough to uh, freeze your pee stream on the way down. See? That's fair. the thing. You know, Does that you, happen? Uh, fucking maybe. I don't know. I don't go pissing <laughs> out in the woods in 60 below weather. <laughs> you don't go out there when it's that cold. 
Dude, my buddy in Ohio sent me a, he was a steaming, a video of a steaming cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. This winter, and he brought it outside, and you just see it freezing. Oh, yeah, you can go out with and just like, splash <laughs> yeah. liquids out into the air, and it'll freeze before it hits the ground. Oh, really? Yeah, it can That's get that cool. cold. I, personally, though, 20, 20 years out there, fuck, wait, how long did I, whenever, um, never once pissed into 60 below uh, weather. I couldn't imagine that'd be fun. <laughs> I fried an egg on the pavement once. Yeah, I wanted to try all that out here. Yeah. Like, I, I just moved down here to, to Arizona to the other extreme. Yeah. I wanted to cook some cookies on the It dashboard. works surprisingly well. Are they good cookies? No, I don't know if the cookies. But I did okay. do the um, the egg. egg. Did you um, eat the egg? No. Of a hubcat? I, was, oh, I would hope not. <laughs> no, I didn't do it on the hubcat. I did it on the street. Oh, shit. All right, well, if you count, you clean the street first. You maybe. No, I want to eat something that I cook in the sun out here is the thing. True. Like, if you leave gummy bears in the car, they'll all melt together. And become just like a, a horrible, yeah. homogenous horror movie mask. Yeah, that's why Travis freezes his. <laughs> oh, shit. I can I, see that. I don't know why. He eats so much candy, and every time I question him about it, he goes, I have kids. And then I go go to his house and mm. ask his kids, and be like, do you guys get any candy? And they'll be like, what? he had candy? <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Uh, it's like he blamed it on you guys too. What an I, ass! I got that feel for for the longest time. Me and my sisters had to hide our Halloween candy for fear yeah. that our dad would find it. And it was tough because he was taller than us, and he could reach all the places that we had to work hard to get the candy hidden in. Yeah. Um, I but, dated uh, a girl that tried to monitor my candy habits once. Really? I was like, listen, you exposed me to sour gummy worms, and now you want to make sure I don't become diabetic? No, no. It's like that's not happening. You're out of my life. I can keep these gummy worms though. So wait, hang on. Did you have a breakup over like one of those like jumbo like Costco bags of Mega Mondo gummy worms that's big as a beanbag chair, or was it just like a normal bag gummy bear, gummy worms? Want to break over up over it? <laughs> she just sounds like you're thinking real hard about it. It was one of the reasons. Okay, because I can see uh, like a huge bag of gummy worms being a. I feel like girls with me are easy to think of me as like a big child. Mm-hmm. But I do somehow keep myself alive. So, okay. Well, I mean, you know, some like sitcom characters somehow manage to do it. I'm juvenile, so it's cool, sis. Yeah, no, I'm. I mean, I feel yeah. But uh, growing no. up is for losers. This, no, you heard this, it here first. So D, she doesn't know this. So, uh, but D, um, Deanna? D, Deanna. Yeah. Okay. So her and I did a show together. All right. And uh, right before New Year's, and I met this girl. And uh, she was like an actor, and she knew her Deanna, through Deanna. Okay. And uh, we were talking a lot, and we we're really getting along, and like big paragraphs of text messages, which is unusual for me because I don't really like texting at all. Okay, I thought you were gonna say because I don't know how to spell. And, yeah, know. I have to look up words. <laughs> I just, like, I just, uh, you know, what is like that me? thing you do on a text uh, program where it gives you a suggested word, and you just rapid tap that to give yourself a, a, an insane sentence. You just send that out. It's like rapascalians. Wow, she's sending something back. I must be saying something right. <laughs> no, I was. I don't Sorry, ask I questions. You. You're like. Tell me about you, or what do you think about this, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so we're, it's big things, and we have a date on, like, Tuesday, Sunday. Okay. So it's like, well, how it is today. All right. So it's, this was, like, two months ago. Okay. And uh, I was like, hey, uh, I haven't heard from you in about a day. Are we still on for Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I hear everything on Monday, but on Tuesday, I was like, hey, are we uh, still have plans tonight? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And then I looked at my podcast feed and I saw that she 
listened to it and I was like, oh, that's why. Oh. <laughs> and then after that, am I, am I, I tried I to talk to her a little bit and yeah. then she was just like short responses after that. And I was like, all right, I see what, you, what you're doing now. Yeah. Am, I, am I shooting myself in the foot here? Should I have, should I have come under a pseudonym? <laughs> I don't know. Just don't. Um, see, I think what personally got it was I tell a story mm. about how defending myself that I'm not a goblin. All right, yeah. While, while fervently like describing more goblin behavior, things. yes. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, say sometimes I, if I need a tissue in the car, if there's a shirt that's I'm going to wash anyway, mm. in my mind...
mentally. Because because I I will say right now I, I I no longer cared about shitting into the butthole. <laughs> See, you know, like I figured if I'm about to die, this last shit's not worth taking into a butthole. Yeah, you know. Um, everything after that was just like pandemonium in the like the worst forty minutes of my life. But <laughs> the way it began, I'd say, has most of the comedic value, just because man. Nothing good happens. Nothing good happens in outhouses. It's just no, a fact at it's this true. point. Nothing good happens. I was with a buddy and he threw a catfish in an outhouse once. Was it alive? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the at the time. Why did you do that? I don't, he wanted to put a firework in it. And you just didn't have it? Why, all right, what I wouldn't let him. Do you, you have a catfish, yes. but you don't have a firework. He, he was a pyrotechnic, and he had tons of fireworks. Then, then he should have fireworks and not, cat, fireworks and not catfish. Yeah. Why do you have a catfish? Well, he, he likes going fishing. He was the groomsman at the wedding, and it was fucking... He would disappear every five minutes with his fishing pole and literally fish in, like, okay. residential ponds. So, so, I'm th- so this is a wedding by, a, like, a lakeside? What, what's the context just, here? It you... was just in, like, one of those developments, like a nice, like, clubhouse. Okay, okay. And the, you know how they had those man-made lakes and fountains? All right, sure. And they had some, some catfish. Yeah, and there's just a redneck, balding, younger than me, but he looks probably 50 years older, and he's just sitting <laughs> there with a fishing pole. 50 years older. Older Damn, than Okay, me. so you got like a 75-year-old looking 20-something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, he, dude, he once carried a catfish into Walmart in his cargo pockets and put it in the bathroom there. I don't know what it was with bathrooms, but he also... That same catfish that he put it in the porta potty. Sure, sure. He sent me videos that I still oh, have shit, on my it was, phone. It wasn't even an outhouse; it was a porta potty. Yeah, it was a porta potty. That's the thing. People always get those. Like porta potties are way worse than outhouses because outhouses, at least you've got like a deep pit. Yeah. You know, like there, there's a little bit of there's a little bit more class in an outhouse. I feel porta yeah. potties. It was a porta potty. Just a shallow bucket right there. Yeah. Filled with that mysterious blue stuff. Hmm. Um, he filled it full of so for that catfish in a porta potty. Well, that was after he took a bath with it. He took, not in the por- so he took a bath in a bathtub. Yeah, with, with bubbles. The catfish, yeah, then threw it in the porta potty. Yeah, after he's done playing with it, got to make sure the catfish is clean before you subject it yeah. to. I don't want to say his name because it's definitely animal abuse. Okay, well, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, it's a fish. Technically, most people cut their heads off and eat them. So yeah. But I'd did he need to do all that with it? Probably not. I'd say decapitation is a little more humane, humane than, than, than taking a bath with it and I then mean, stuff it in your pocket and put it into I've, a porta I've, potty I've, for someone to find in the I've, morning. I've taken some baths with people. I would say was was better than having my head chopped off. I, I don't think that's the issue. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's the to like tossed into the septic. That's the issue. Yeah. Although I, I gotta say, I would rather be tossed into septic than beheaded. So maybe not. Uh-huh. I mean, the fish died, though, in there, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, Because the- I'd say the septic, because I feel like I could get out. You know? Yeah. Like, if, if I'm being executed, I'd much rather be thrown, uh, I'd much rather be just killed than yeah. thrown into a pit of sewage that I could never escape from. And blue water. And mysterious blue water. I don't even and know you're what like, chemicals I'm are in there. this. I, I feel that I'm in water, but for some reason, I still can't breathe. Thing is, like, I've, always, I've always thought about, and again, wow, I, this, this, this podcast really does have a way of shooting yourself in the foot. Because like, if anyone uh, I want to date listens to this, I'm about to say what I'm about to say. What? Although I think I've got good reason. Hmm. Uh, like septic divers mm-hmm. probably make fucking good money. You're basically a shitty astronaut. Yeah. I'm sure you're supposed to leave that person alone. Oh, my God. I never told you what I did to him, what me and Joker did to him. We terrorized that kid. 
with the candy bar thing. Oh Jesus! So, I was ordering comp. I was ordering the commissary one day, and um, I order a lot of candy, and I buy a lot of candy now too. And so, um, I was thinking about what you said about the candy bar thing. I was like, Joker, because he he loved fucking with Josh because he just like freaked out. He he was so gullible, but he acted so hard. I, I never and that's met, my favorite type of I never of messed with Joker. No. He was in the working pod, but like way in the beginning. Yeah. But anyways. Um, so I was like, hey, will you go in on, in on it with me if I buy a payday? And he goes, what if you buy Snickers and I buy a payday? I feel like crop tops. For men? Just kidding. <laughs> I, and I say that as a grown man who's bought a uh, mesh shirt, but I bought it for I technically road draft because I bought it for work. I bought the strangest shit for work. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because stand up's different. But I'd like shit. make my money from sketch comedy and like dinner theater. Oh shit! <laughs> this money's coming down. <laughs> 